Suncast is brought to you by SunGrow, providing clean power for all. Suncast is also brought to you by Trina Solar. Hey there, Solar Warriors. I'm Nico Johnson, and this is Suncast. Each week, I pull back the veil on the life and business insights of clean tech entrepreneurs building the most noble and impactful companies of our time. I hope what you learn from this conversation is a catalyst for your own growth. So thanks for tuning in and welcome to our tribe. Hey, well, welcome back, Solar Warriors, Climate Champions. This is another Tactical Tuesday here on Suncast. These are conversations with subject matter experts designed to give you practical tools, tips, and advice for building your solar business or career and grow with us in this clean energy revolution here on Suncast. If Thursdays are thoughtful insights into the who of the industry, consider this the what, when, how, where, the tools of the trade, if you will. And very often, as is today, we bring you content from one of our many live broadcasts and trainings. This one in particular is coming to you from the most recent live event that we've held, which is RE+, where we partnered with the conference to bring the Power Up Media Zone to life. At the Media Zone, we interviewed industry thought leaders, personalities, executives, and founders to glean their insights about the current trends and where the industry is going. This is one such interview, and I know you are going to love it. And if you're new here, I would hope that you will subscribe to the show. I hope that we earn your attention and trust after today's conversation. Of course, you can find more than 525 additional founder stories and startup advice over in our catalog of back conversations at mysuncast.com. You will also find all of the conversations that we streamed live from the Power Up Media Zone over on YouTube. If you just search Suncast Media or if you just put in to YouTube the channel marker for Suncast Media, it's all one word, Suncast Media, you will certainly find our channel and become one of our more than 1,000 subscribers to that channel as well. For now, let's get down to business and tune up your skills, Solar Warrior, with another practical, tactical, live conversation from RE Plus here on Suncast. Zone Stage, produced by Suncast Media, presented by Fluence. I'm really excited about the next conversation that we are going to have. It has been quite some time since I've had a chance to host the Aurora folks. Sam, it was three years ago, almost to the day, I think it was October 1st, 2019, right after Salt Lake City, that we did the first ever Suncast Live, like legit live from your offices in San Francisco. How you doing? I'm doing great. I remember, uh, in addition to all the other things that were great about that day, I think you brought some beers or we got you some beers and that was fun. It definitely makes the conversation a little less hectic if it's fueled by some uh, libations, that's for sure. Chris, it's good to meet you first in real life in 3D, as they say. Nice uh, meeting you too, Nico. And what I really want to know is uh, what color suit were you wearing last time? Ah, uh, I don't think I had a suit on last time. Yeah, we were, we were a little more casual. So for those who are unfamiliar, today I'm greeting Samuel Adeyemo and Chris Hopper, the co-founders of Aurora. Raise your hands if you've used the Aurora product before. I bet folks walking by have used it. Look at all these hands. Wait, hang on. Let us know if you've used the Aurora product before. I bet somebody, yeah, there we go. More hands out in the court 
roaming around. And there's no surprise either. The Aurora has an incredible track record. I'd love to get a sense from the two of you, sort of how this product came to be and the two of you came together. Let's just start there. And I, I'm not sure, Chris or, or Sam, which one of you wants to take that piece? Uh, yeah, let's like Chris, because I've, I've had Sam tell the story. Well, hopefully the story is the same. Um, <laughs> but, uh, We're corroborating today. I know, I know. <laughs> Cross-examining. No, so we met back in 2011 in grad school at business school. We were classmates, became friends quite early on in the program. In a nutshell, we initially wanted to start a solar installation business. That was what we set out to do. And so we put together a pilot project, which was actually a commercial scale installation, about 50 kilowatts uh, for a boarding school. Went through that whole project, uh, soup to nuts. And uh, through that process, we realized just how cumbersome the whole, whole process of figuring out that installation was. Uh, it was really difficult. There's no software to support it. It was a whole tool soup, Excel spreadsheets that were Frankensteining out of control. As then more and more people started inquiring uh, whether you know, they should go solar, uh, what would be a good design, whether it makes sense for us, for them. We're like, well, we don't know. We don't have a good way of figuring this out. And that's really how, how Aurora was, was born. You now have uh, the happy marriage, and we'll talk about that in a minute, of owning essentially the core design products in the industry. What vision and leadership? It, early days, Aurora had, I think, the best training and definitely the best uh, visual graphic support, as it were. I remember installers saying to me, that product that you recommended, Aurora, you're welcome, is like hands down, like their YouTube videos make it easy. So the vision that you had from the very beginning of making the product accessible in a way that almost nobody else did, right? Like you guys took a very Silicon Valley, hands-on product marketing approach. Obviously it was intentional, but was it something that you feel was a strategic advantage in the growth of Aurora early on? Yeah, I would, uh, I would say so. And uh, thank you for recommending us. And I have to say a lot of the work that went into making the product look and feel so good has to do with the work of our team, the design team, the marketing team, everyone else. But the reason that we spent so much time on doing that was at the end of the day, uh, our mission as a company is we want a future of solar energy for all. And what we want to do is build a platform through which all these solar installations pass and are better off for having gone through that. So the whole idea of being better off for having gone through our software means that it's more accurate. The homeowner has a better idea of what they're getting. And there's a huge part of that that's visual, showing them what their house would look like with solar on it, showing them what the best parts of their roof are that get the most sunlight, what the shading elements are, all of those things. And at the end of the day, you want to tell them, this is how much energy you're going to be generating. This is how much money you're going to be saving. And this is how much good you're doing for society. So it was always important for us to make sure we can encapsulate all of that in the product. I don't know if you were the first to introduce it, but it was certainly the absolute easiest use and the reason I use it in all of our trainings early on. The ability to do shading analysis from your computers. I mean, I would crawl up on a roof with a solometric sun eye like every other schlep in the industry until Aurora started disrupting this thing. And I was like, wait a minute, the strategic advantage of like me telling the homeowner, you can trust that I know what I'm doing and I'm drawing these pictures. It just evaporated in a much like more elegant and beautiful way. And I wonder from the very beginning, Chris, were you thinking from the perspective of empowering not the installer, but the homeowner themselves to have access to this technology? Well, you know, one thing to point out is like our, our pilot project was actually in, in Kenya, Nairobi. And so uh, what, what's special about that is it was the same type of project you do in the U.S., but it was so far away that we couldn't visit. 
right? And so it was sort of the, the pain point that you felt, but amplified, cranked up to the, we're like, well, we can't go there, so how do we bridge that gap? And that, that was really how the idea of remote design was, was born. And then we looked at the US, we're like, well, all these folks are you know, driving out, climbing on, on roofs, and that adds all these costs, right? I mean, the site visits up front are like, what, 850 bucks per install system by the time you sum it up? And so that was a big, big cost that we knew didn't need to be there, and we knew we could solve that with uh, technology. Amazing. Chris, as the CEO, part of your job is to ensure that Samuel can go out and sell something without having to worry that his paycheck is going to be fulfilled at the end of the month. And I would say that unlike most in the industry, or rather better than most in the industry, you have excelled at your job. You had a tremendous Series D announcement. Can you tell us about the process of growing a company to the place where you become one of the few real unicorns in a space that no one really thought there'd be unicorns, let alone software-based unicorns. Yeah, I mean, thankfully, I don't have to <laughs> worry about sound. I, I, didn't, I didn't get any paycheck from that. <laughs> I just wanna, he's, we, he's still um, waiting. But, he's still but, waiting. Thank, but thanks for bringing that up, Nico. Um, I've, been, nope. I've been trying to figure out how I'll tell him. <laughs> how that would work. Yeah. But jokes aside, look, I mean, we're, we're partners in this. We've been since day one. In the early days, it was four of us. We've built this, this company together. And so it's, it's really is a, is a partnership. You know, now there's all the headlines, but I, we still remember the early days, you know, the 2013 is when we started and Solo was not cool. We're sort of in the wake of the first clean tech boom. We try to pitch what we're doing. Uh, customers always got it. That was the thing that kept us going. They're like, oh, this is awesome. We need this kind of, a lot of your stories that we heard. Um, but investors are like, huh, like what's this Solo thing? Why is this going to be a big thing? What does an installer do? Why do they need software? What exactly it's does too it- niche. It's kind of, yeah, all that. And we're like, no, no, you don't get it. There's this you know, big, big thing happening, right? It's one of the biggest uh, industries out there. Energy is, is go undergoing this massive revolution, really, right? And we're still at the early innings of this. And there needs to be a software layer to this. And so, it, you know, it was, it was in a way lonely because at the time, you know, a lot of investors didn't, didn't resonate with it. But in a way, it wasn't because uh, our customers did. And that's what, what's kept us going. And we actually bootstrapped for five years. So we're very accustomed to the to the grind, grind of it as well. It's not, it's not just about the flashy headlines and the, the more recent fundraisers. We're grateful for that. Uh, but more so that actually, it's a function of the industry getting, getting a lot more attention, right? It's not just us. We're trying to do a great job, but it's also all of our customers out there putting more solar on roofs. It's more in the headlines now. People are thinking about renewables, thinking about that energy transition and realizing, whoa, there's, some, there's an answer here. And, and a big part of the answer is solar. And th that's really what gets us excited. So you go raise all this money and you've got a huge team and you've built world-class software, world-class software, but you still get to deploy these resources to move beyond just a, I'll call it simple, but it's anything but simple, a simple solar design. And I mean, in the minds of the investors, how do we move beyond that niche? What products and new offerings are afforded a company that has the financial capacity that you have now? You started out, out of the gate picked up your number one uh, partner in San Francisco, Folsom Labs, bolted on an existing user base globally, right? Can you talk about the addition of Folsom and the additional products that this financing round has enabled for you, Sam? You know, thanks for highlighting that. Just to provide some background for everyone, what we did is uh, we partnered with Folsom Labs. We uh, acquired Folsom Labs and uh, the Helioscope product, which is the leader in CNI design. And what's really exciting about that is we're able to deploy many more resources, engineering resources, product resources, 
customer success and customer support resources to that particular product base and to that customer base to, at the end of the day, make them more successful and happier using the product. Uh, some of the most immediate advancements of that are, or uh, manifestations of that are LiDAR data. Wow. So LiDAR is something that we pioneered and continue to be the leaders in uh, at Aurora. And what that does is allows you to get a very accurate 3D model and get very accurate shading. So today, that is now rolling out in the Helioscope infrastructure. And that's just, you know, being able to use the data set that we've gathered over so many years and continue to add to and curate and everything else and the underlying technology and infrastructure and applying it there. That's just one of a whole suite of things that are coming out. And of course, we continue to invest heavily in Aurora itself and our product offering. And uh, there are a couple I could mention. I'll talk about a technology... AI that we've been investing in for six plus years and is now coming to the front, taking a process that used to take days with Aurora took minutes now to seconds, literally click a button. So those trainings that you're doing and so on and so forth will be easier than ever before. All you have to do is click a button and you get a 3D model of your house, uh, calculations of shades, number of panels on it. So it is a lot of money, but there's a lot of things that need to be built to continue to make the industry as efficient as possible to get from the 3% of uh, energy coming from solar up to 30%. You know, it's not going to be easy, right? Like the low-hanging fruit has been plucked right? Like now what we're doing is going after the tougher things and trying to make those problems easier for solar installers. So, yeah. Nico, to tack on to your previous point, uh, it's hard work to make things simple. Yeah, uh, that's right. Like we have, a, we have a lot of folks just building the, the core product and maintaining that, improving it. There's a new version that we're rolling out. There's new features we, we roll out all the time, you know, every week basically. And so that, that's just a, a big, you know, a big undertaking. It's a, it's a complex problem that requires a lot of talented folks that we have uh, the pleasure of working with. Yeah. Well, speaking of talented folks, you have a very talented marketing team. I'm curious if they've been able to help you tap into how the evolution of Aurora has really impacted the industry. Do you have any data around that? Yeah. I'll start off with one really big milestone that we had. Uh, we've now had 10 million, over 10 million solar projects that have been designed in the summer. Oh, my goodness. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. And you know, uh, one thing that's remained consistent from when we raised zero dollars, right? Uh, as Chris mentioned, the first five years of our life, we were quasi bootstrapped for the most part. Uh, till today is we've always tracked the number of projects that go through the software. So we hit a huge milestone in terms of 10 million solar projects. Wow. And, you know, what uh, marketing does is in terms of helping our customers sell solar, but also helping tell the story and celebrate that event. That's a big deal, not just for us. That's a big deal for everyone who cares about the industry, who cares about the planet, who cares about, you know, what we're doing over here. 10 million is something we can celebrate. So uh, that's one example that is recent because it, it hit right around Aurora's ninth birthday. And I'm hoping that, you know, by the time we get to our 11th birthday, we're at 20 million. So that's the kind of acceleration we're seeing. What's keeping you from getting to 50 million? Uh, time, but you're right. Like we should, we should up I mean, our targets. Well, with, if AI is taking it down by a factor of 100, you should be able to scale parabolically now too. We are doing that, but like, yeah, you're ambitious. I like it. So, all right, Nicola. One, one thing to point out though is I'd, I'd rephrase your question: is what take what's taking us yeah. to get it to to 50? Right? I mean, we don't do the projects. Yeah, it's our clients that do that, and so that's that's the questions we ask ourselves all the time: is how do we help our clients be better at their jobs? Yeah, do more projects, and that that's a big. Big part of what's driving us. Hey, Sunshine. Cloud's got you down? 
It doesn't have to be that way. Leading solar enterprises around the world are making the most of their investments in sunshine with Solar Anywhere, the data and intelligence service from Clean Power Research. Whether you're designing or operating solar assets, Solar Anywhere helps you reduce project risk and improve performance benchmarking. Learn more at mysuncast.com forward slash solar anywhere. Have you been curious about utility scale storage? SunGrow's revolutionary liquid-cooled solution is revolutionizing the storage landscape. Its built-in DC-to-DC coupling combined with other features like higher energy density and 3% slower battery degradation make it a robust solution that companies nationwide are choosing. You can learn more about this innovative solution by SunGrow by visiting mysuncast.com forward slash SunGrow. Hey family, one quick reminder here that if you haven't yet joined Resource Labs, you are missing out. It is our outstanding community. It's the evolution of Suncast, moving from presentations, you listening to us talk, to conversations. Our community involved in conversations as varied as powering Australia, to green hydrogen, to crypto, and so many other things. Our newsroom is full of great insights. The main chat and even our RE Plus Where to Party At channel have been popping off. We've got more than 100 folks enjoying the community, and I would invite you in. You can do that at mysuncast.com forward slash community. Come see how Resource Labs can help you grow your influence, impact, and income. See you inside. I'm curious. In that regard, you've got a strong culture and a strong history of customer service. I mean, and especially adding in the Folsom team who was, I mean, pound for pound, they were absolutely qualifiably the tier one of customer service, always answered the phone, the best webinars, right? So you've got a, you've got a core internal product. Do you see homeowners factoring into the education process at this point? I mean, you've got to start going... As we cross that chasm that you mentioned, getting to 30% and getting to that early majority, it takes pull through, not just educating the installers. How do the consumers partake in this, in this revolution? I think it's a very uh, big and important question, especially given how high acquisition costs are in the industry, right? I mean, our path is not directly to the homeowner, but rather you know, with our customers. And so increasingly, Aurora used to be much more of a back office solution, if you will, a design, design tool. Uh, recently, as you know, we added some new products, uh, specifically sales mode and uh, lead capture AI. And both of those are basically B2B2C, right? They're products that interface with the homeowner. And so our, uh, our team, our design team in particular, is spending a lot of time understanding what matters to homeowners. How do we help our customers communicate the value prop of solar to their customers, which is the homeowners? So we very much look at them as a stakeholder work with and need to understand in order to drive adoption of solar. Well, top of mind, everyone uh, is talking at the show about the incredible tailwind we all should experience for the next 10 years, known as the Inflation Reduction Act or the Climate Act. And I am really curious to hear from the perspective of a software company, lots of hardware companies really clear on how the tax benefits work. How does it work to, to help scale software? I mean, surely seeing how tech generally has empowered an economic progression, not just in our, our country, but our globe. How does the IRA help to spur software innovation for our sector? That's an interesting question. I would say that what the IRA does 
it provides a lot of impetus and a lot of stimulus for solar professional solar installers to go out there and you know deploy more solar and what that does is force us to make sure that we're staying ahead of the curve in terms of building the products that they will need to sell solar or solar plus storage for example now that that's included and other sorts of products. So when we think about what we're doing, we think we're on the right track because, you know, all the IRA has done is accelerated what we think uh, would have taken many, many years to, uh, or decades to accomplish. And we don't have many decades because climate change isn't waiting for us. So we're glad that that's all been accelerated. But what it means for us is, well, maybe we need to spend more time thinking about some of the other components that people are going to be including when they're pitching solar storage, so on and so forth. And you know, these are active thoughts that we have, and um, uh, we fortunately have the team uh, to go and build this stuff and to talk to customers to understand what they need and, you know, continue to uh, deploy those solutions. Yeah. So the platform historically has been focused on solar and in that solar design. I'm curious, you touched on a few of the points, new sales mode, you've got additionality that you're offering the sales and the installers and the sales teams to get closer to the homeowner and make an impact in that way. But where does the platform really go from here? We've got heat pumps and thermostats. There's the concept of the smart home generally, which is where the consumer lives, is top of mind and tip of tongue for every single booth you walk by today. How does Aurora fit into that picture? Yeah, it's a a very good question. I mean, there's Look, the, the most uh, proximate trend, I guess, is, is batteries. So that's uh, we added a battery module uh, into Aurora. We'll continue to do that uh, and invest into that. But yeah, many of our clients increasingly are looking at other parts of the home electrification process as well. And so it's definitely something our teams are thinking about. How do we integrate that? And how do we make that process uh, easier and streamlined uh, for our customers? So stay tuned on that. I wonder, as we close, when you think about your ability to grow as a company, your team's ability to address your customers' needs, and just the breakneck pace the industry is growing, where do we still have bottlenecks? And what do we need to move out of the way as an industry to help companies thrive? Yeah, I think that uh, there, there's still quite a few. Until you get to the point where, you know, there's as much solar going in as there are in new homes and everything else, uh, you'll anticipate that there's still bottlenecks. Some specific ones have to do with, for example, the permitting process. There have been some big improvements made there, really exciting news coming out of solar app and everything else like that. But that's still uh, a bottleneck for a lot of installers who have sold jobs and they want to get to the point where they actually install it. So we have a solution that is about uh, a week old now. Okay. Uh, we offer plan sets okay. at Aurora. So that's uh, exciting. And does that integrate with products like SolarApp? Is that the kind of thing that you're thinking or is it amplifying it? So SolarApp is available only in certain areas, okay. right? So we're working with the team at SolarApp to make sure we have all the specs and informing that as well. But also for all the other areas that aren't digital yet, uh, we want to make sure we have a solution for them as well. So we have that. And then um, also a very exciting area we're expanding into, which I think is ultimately the biggest bottleneck in solar, is there are not enough homeowners, there are not enough customers who know about it and know what it can do. They don't think about it the way someone would think about landscaping or, you know, which car they're going to get or anything else, a home improvement. And the biggest part there has to do with what you were referring to, customer education. So we've invested heavily in this product, Lead Capture AI. A homeowner can go on there in a minute, answer a few questions, get a 3D model of their house, those visuals you like, and self-educate themselves on solar. 
And what we're doing is we're deploying that technology through our customers, through solar companies who can take that in technology and embed it on their website, so on and so forth. So that's another big bottleneck. I've given you the two bookends, you know, people who are finding out about solar and then solar installers who are closing solar and want to actually install it. Those are still two big bottlenecks that we're directly working on and rolling our products to address. I mean, obviously, I agree with that. Uh, one thing to add is CNI too, right? Um, you mentioned Helioscope. Also, on, at this point, uh, big shout out to to Paul and Paul. We're, uh, you know, we shared very similar paths over, over the last uh, decade, and we almost similar addresses. Yeah, well, <laughs> actually, now actually well, same now address. Actually, now same address. address. Yeah, That's yeah. right. You're in the old Folsom Lab. We moved yeah. into the Folsom Labs office, but uh, great admirer of what they've they've built, obviously. So we were very excited to. Uh, to partner up on. So there's, there's a lot more we can also do in, in CNI. So that's, yeah. um, you know, historically not where Aurora's uh, central gravity was, but increasingly, obviously with Helioscope now, uh, we're thinking about that. How can we push the boundaries of uh, CNI design? And uh, LiDAR is just the earliest um, instance of, of that. For Resi, uh, I would zoom out. And I look at, you know, the, the stats we're, we're all familiar with, that more than 50% of the system costs of a Resi install is soft costs, yeah. right? And so there's a whole bucket of problems. We just have to go through one by one and, and, and knock them out one by one. By one. And it's going to take some time, right? But uh, that's, uh, that's what we're here for. And, and it gets me actually very excited. People always talk about problems, but problems oftentimes are opportunities too. And so, you know, for me, those 60% or so represent what it takes to get the panels on the roof, yeah. right? And all the equipment, the inverter. And so if we had a, a better way of doing that, if I can snap my fingers and panels would appear on your roof, solar today could be half the cost it is today, right? And so that, that gets me excited because what would that do to the world if Resi Solar at the consumer level was, ha- was half the price it is today? Yeah, it's called Australian. Well, there you go. And how do, how do we get there, right? And, so, and what would that do? And I think we can get there and, and that's why we're here. And uh, well, yeah, we're excited for the next uh, decade and beyond. Well, Chris and Sam, we're excited that finally... Uh, solar is top of mind for consumers and not in any small part thanks to companies like yours who are getting attention in Silicon Valley and elsewhere by raising such an incredible breed of talent and software and money to deploy against uh, our climate action, right? And deploy these climate solutions that really do matter. You've got thousands of installers who provide testimonials of the ease of use. And now with the implementation of LiDAR and AI, homeowners can participate in that customer journey. I want to thank you for non-apparent 10-year overnight success that now our industry can say, look, we've got a company that everybody's talking about on Wall Street and everywhere else, right? That you guys have, uh, you've put in the hard work. It's not something that, you're not a Johnny-come-lately company. And uh, it's really great to see the success that you're having. Chris Hopper and Sam Adeyemo are the co-founders and CEO and CRO, respectively, of Aurora. It is a pleasure to get a chance to interview you here live on the Power Up Media Zone stage. Thanks for having us, Nico. Thanks for having us, and congrats to all that you've done as well. Thank you, brother. All right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to today's live stream replay from RE Plus Power Up Media Zone. I want to thank once again the sponsors who helped make the Media Zone possible, in particular, Fluence, who is our presenting sponsor, and our wonderful supporting sponsors as well who contributed to the show. Thanks again to RE Plus for trusting us with half of your booth on the show floor. And thanks to each and every one of you who not only showed up here for this replay, but who showed up live on the show floor to help create that audience atmosphere and give us that feedback right from the show floor. 
I'd love to know what you learned from this conversation. If you'd go to mysuncast.com and click on the episode notes page, you'll find a link to the show notes for this episode right in your podcast player in the description. We always link to it. And in that show notes page, you'll easily find links to all of our social media. Would you take a moment and go on to LinkedIn, find the post that we've made for this episode, and let us know what you thought about this one in particular. I know that the guests would love to hear your feedback, and I would love to know how we can make this a more enjoyable experience for you or where exactly this landed and resonated for you. How does this episode help you push forward in your career, your business, your journey in this clean energy revolution? If you want to enjoy even more conversations like this, well, not only do we live stream the whole RE Plus event to our YouTube channel, which is also easily findable there in the show notes page, but we have more than 525 episodes, resources, highlights from all these discussions, along with social media links and each guest's book recommendations, their insights, and so much more over on our website at mysuncast.com. If you've been wondering how you could partner with Suncast, like one of our sponsors did for this live event, or like our many partners throughout the year have partnered on our mini episodes and our custom Tactical Tuesday episodes, or if you'd like to just inquire about potentially having me look at your business through the coaching lens or as an advisor, an investor, and help scale your clean energy business, well, you could find out how to do more of all of that by going over to mysuncast.com. We try to make it a little easier for you to find the path that meets your needs as you scale your personal and professional journey in the clean energy economy. Remember, you are what you listen to. Thanks again for showing up, Solar Warrior. It's half the battle.